0: Hey, welcome to the Great American Shootout podcast featuring Blue and Mass. Whether it be tournament recaps, rankings, or in-season analysis, we are your source for all things Texas high school basketball. Before we get into our show, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Ever wondered how to make a significant improvement in your game? Gasso Player Analytic Breakdown equips you with the knowledge you need to take your game to the next level. With Gasso Player Analytic Breakdown, you will receive write-ups, feedback, shot charts, heat maps, and even film to harness your full potential. To learn more, go to greatamericanshootout.com. Again, that's greatamericanshootout.com.
1: Welcome to the Great American Shootout Podcast. I'm Blueser Tucci with Sam Lowe. And today's episode is going to be all things class of 2021 from sleepers to top 10 to even guys that are going to move up in the rankings once we start playing some basketball. But before we get into the show, now is a good time for you, the listener, to hit subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, right now let's get into recent commitments uh, that happened over the past week with Marcus Williams from Dickinson committing to Wyoming. Uh, he was once an order there in Northern Colorado uh, commit, a signee. But once uh, Jeff Linder got the job at Wyoming, he's following the, the staff there. John Chanu from uh, Houston Sam Houston's going to Old Dominion. Lado Laku is uh, headed to Texas A and M Corpus Christi. Evan Butts to Arizona Western Junior College. Uh, McNeese State got two commitments this week from one from Jordan Henderson, one from Braylon Bush. And Texas A and M Division Two, uh, got. Uh, Jay Robertson from Hightower. So right now, let's, uh, Sam, let's go ahead and start getting into things where a couple players that you like that, that may be able to move up in the, in the rankings and, and how
2: they were this past season. As we look at this, uh, we're going to talk approach it for some of these guys outside of the top ten who might have a chance to uh, move into the top ten. And one of them off the uh, top that you and I both agreed on was uh, Roman Walker at uh, Shadow Creek High School. Really athletic, uh, great body, uh, get out and play in the open court. Um, He's a kid who uh, has a lot of upside, and I know we both agree on that. Yeah, and plus
1: it never hurts when you're playing among uh, other Division I talent. And at Shadow Creek, they're always going to be one of the top teams in 5A. Uh, moving down the list, uh, Javier Francis, you know, from Houston Westbury Christian, he just recently got a, uh, an offer from U of H. I think at 6'6", maybe pushing 6'7", if he was an inch or two taller, you, you would really see him more as a, as a no-brainer top high major kid that, you know, even at 6'6", can do a
2: lot of things even right now saw him at the state uh tournament tap state tournament back in uh february and his his ability to block shots rebound uh as he develops more and more offense other than he's, he's a really good finisher around the rim as far as dunking finishing but develops a little more of a eight to ten foot shot uh soft touch around the rim definitely a kid who could see uh moving up because there's there's that talent you said there with the height, the athletic ability, just a kid uh, waiting to really explode as he develops a few more things. And sometimes these big men take a little longer to develop, so, kid to keep an eye on. Recently, I wrote a, an article that uh, had some sleepers
1: of the 2021 group, and, and Tyler Lundblade was among those. Uh, those five or six that I wrote about on texashoops.rivals.com and Tyler has a great story. He's from Grapevine uh, Faith uh, Christian and he's got a brother that plays in the NFL. His, his dad played basketball at SMU and Tyler um, is just a kind of do-it-all guard. He can really shoot the ball. He's got great 6'5 body and he can get to the basket whenever he wants, and and in that league, he really can get a lot done for for the Lions, and and he he's one of those guys that when you kind of learn a little bit about the bloodline, when you learn more about him and, and see his game, you're going to really like as a as a college recruiter. Uh,
2: well, so one thing, just he he's got the size and strength as a shot shot making guard to extend to that college line. That college line being two, two and a half feet deeper than the high school line with it moving out this year. He has the body and the strength that he will be able to adjust to that longer line. So, As a shot-making guard, that's guy that will have a lot of interest from college coaches.
1: Moving on down the list here, uh, Zurich Phelps. Uh, he did lose some games in between. He started off the, the season uh, playing with Duncanville. Had to sit out some time uh, before we got into district, but he he's an impact, and he's gonna he, he's gonna be able to have a chance to turn heads as as uh, he, he settles in a little bit with uh, with the high school
2: team and, and moving forward. He was really good opening weekend against Lancaster at the North Crowley event, and and was a big impact in that game. Then had to sit some time, came back having to get back in the groove after missing a big part of the season plus he had come in from west texas to begin with so he had some adjustments already so next year the team will be a little bit more his uh with uh pv moving on phelps will be a little bit more the guy and it'll be interesting to see how much he can take over and really put his name on the map there
1: a guy that uh, i want to highlight right here is, is joseph van zandt and Joseph Van Zant is one out of three players in the class of 2021 to already commit. Uh, Van Zant from uh, Midland Christian has committed uh, to, uh, to Liberty. He did that back in December, just really loved everything about what Liberty stood for and the coaching staff, and, and he, uh, he pulled the trigger. And, and one thing about Joseph is that his length, he can be a, cat, a, a guy that goes into a college program and be an elite defender because he can move his feet, he can guard multiple positions. I think he can guard anywhere between the one, uh, two, and three, and maybe if there's a smaller four he's playing against because he's going to go in there and rebound, battle, and play a lot bigger than what he actually is. Uh, and along with Van Zandt, uh, you have uh, Jarrell Colbert, who has committed to Louisiana State,
2: um, and Manuel Obesecki to Texas A&M. I'm back to Van Zant. Another thing, he's just such a crafty finisher, bouncy, gets in the lane, can avoid the charge and finish. Finish as a uh, just a smooth, bouncy, long, rangy guard. So he brings a lot to the table. Kid who who knows how to knows how to play the game.
1: And yeah, just get, skip around here a little bit, going back toward the the Houston area with uh, Griffin Datcher. You really like Griffin Sam and 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 his just his energy and. And his ability
2: to, to play underneath. Yeah, we got him at uh, 28 in the state right now. And that's a kid who just brings it every game. He's strong. He's physical. He attacks the rim. He doesn't settle for a lot of long shots. Um, uses that energy and bounce just to make plays. Make Go get rebounds. Run the court. Finish around the rim. And explosive finisher. Um so as he adds more and becomes more of a, of a guy who can hit the mid-range shot and out, his, his motor will always translate, his athleticism will always translate to the next level. So he will be interesting to watch his game develop, his shot-making, his, his ability to put it on the floor and create. Uh, up next, we've got
1: uh, Emo Essien uh, from uh, Dallas Bishop Lynch. Interesting... When Jake Mo went down, Emo had to pick up a lot more of the scoring. He had to be not just a distributor. I mean, he, he they looked to him to go score a lot. And I think in a lot of ways it might have hurt him just a little bit. So next year is going to be a big year to see what he's going to be able to accomplish as the main focal point of the team. But he can run the half-court offense. He's a lot, he has a lot of speed to his game. He gets inside the paint uses floaters, little touch passes. I think that once he gets really comfortable
2: at being being attacked from all angles, he's going to be pretty good. And he showed a little bit of that in the playoffs this year when Jake was already out and they played uh, John Paul in the playoffs. Uh, basically, everybody thought, okay, John Paul will run over him. Well, then it'd be in about a two- or three-point game, and Emo just hit shots, made plays, kept putting the ball in the hole, kept him close. So he already showed a little bit of that ability to take over and be the guy uh, this year in the, after the injury. So next year it will be his team for sure. Um, he's at thirty-two with a chance, definitely to move up. Another guy we got marked here is a uh, number thirty, Christian Green, thirty-seven, Christian Green out of San Antonio Cornerstone. A guy you saw a lot this year.
1: Well, Christian Green, I was uh, sitting with some college coaches, and one turned to me during the game and said, "Christian Green is the type of player that every." college program needs he's not going to score a ton of points and he didn't have to while playing with cornerstone but what he brings is a physical game he brings a rebound ability he's skilled he's shown some skill on the outside he can pass dribble he can get up in you defensively he's just a complete player that's gonna that i look to fill the stat uh you know going forward And, and he won't there is a little bit up in the air where he's going to be next year since Cornerstone uh, will not have their prep team. So interesting to see if he moves back to Dallas or what uh, his next move is And staying in San Antonio. We get to uh, Ja'Shawn Jackson from San Antonio Wagner. As we know, it. when the uh, UIL uh, had to postpone the, uh, the state semis, uh, Ja'Shawn and, and the rest of the, uh, the Thunderbirds were unable to play. But he, he's, in some ways, he's really, he's, he's tiny, but, man, he is fast, and he can get the three-point off very quickly. But even with that kind of thinner frame, he's long, and he's very mobile, and he can get guys involved.
2: And he comes from good bloodlines. His dad was a good player down at San Antonio. His brother was a good player. His brother's at North Texas now. So you got a kid who understands it. He's grown up around it. His dad, his brother pushed him and challenged him. So that kid, uh, district MVP this year as a junior. So he'll be back next year to lead that team. Gets his feet set, it's going in. He gets a good look, it's going in. Uh, but he, he's more than just a shot maker. I think he can show some ability to create and distribute. He, he's going to have a good year if uh, once we get back on the court. Sam, you, you really liked uh,
1: Chase Ross. Um, we both saw him this year. You most recently saw him. Uh, in the second half of the season. Tell us your thoughts.
2: I uh, saw him uh, just put up points, make plays, slash into the rim, good body. Kid, I really didn't know much about going in the game. And sometimes those are the best players to watch because you don't go in with any preconceived notions about what they should be or need to be. You just sit down and watch a guy go put up 25, and he just catches your eye making plays all over the court. And for me, that was uh, Chase Ross. I hadn't seen him, so when I sat down, just – took it in and and saw the different uh, ways he could uh, get to the rim hit shots and uh, was an impressive player. Somebody with a kind of interesting story here would be Connor Redrow
1: of Prestonwood uh, Christian Academy he is 6'10 he's a transfer and he's out out of eligibility but academically he is a 2021 and will be available uh, once he graduates in December of of 2020, very interesting with the size at 6'10.
2: Um, talk a little bit about his game. That's, that's a guy that uh, Jeff Clarkson and Preston Woods going to miss next year because eligibility wise, we all think he's a junior. He's going to be back. Uh, without him, that'll hurt a little bit. But he really developed as a low post player, soft touch around the rim, his footwork, and his ability to finish. He he showed so much improvement over the last year that uh, um, just another year working on his game while he's not playing will really help him, and he'll, he'll surprise some people after uh, this uh, year as far as his recruitment. Just to
1: hit a couple more, Sam, uh, I'll go with Brandon Love. Uh, he, to me, he's a sleeper at 6'8 from Fort Bend Bush. You know, he's he rim runner guy. Uh, gets a lot of trash and gets uh, gets above the rim and finishes So I think he's a guy that uh, shows a little bit more skill College coaches are really gonna
2: enjoy watching him and, and he'll start getting some recruitment Last guy I'll throw in blue is Callaway Dykes. We have him at 93 out of Decatur high school 6-2 shooter uh, really smooth stroke moves without the ball catch and shoot quickly uh, got some deep range, can take a step or two off the line and really knock down shots. So, be interesting to see uh, who whose eyes he can catch as a uh, guy who can extend the defense. Now let's go ahead and uh, finish up by
1: going to the top ten. Um, a guy that just has a great first name and Chucks. You know, Chucks from uh, from Houston Yates, and his last name is is Itua, um, but we'll just call him Chucks. And you know, he's a guy that's going to. Just his presence on the floor to be able to get up and down the court and finish around the rim, and his long reach that's going to help on the defensive end uh, automatically puts him into a a category as a must-see for for the high majors.
2: He's a guy just immediately passes the eyeball test for any college coach when you're 6'8", 6'9", that long, that athletic, and run and jump. They'll they'll worry about... fixing you, making your skill level exactly what they want. Uh, you can't teach a lot of the natural ability he has. Uh, moving up the list at nine, you got uh, Jalen Tyson at uh, Plano John Paul, kid who really exploded on the scene this year. Yeah, the, and it kind of started at the,
1: the Keller Tournament when I saw him. And he... Uh, started picking up interest from Texas Tech, which turned into a, uh, an offer from Tech, an offer from TCU, and then OU. And, and Jalen just kind of steadily climbed the ladder here. He did as a junior – I'm sorry, as a sophomore at John Paul, hardly ever got off the bench. And so uh, here we are talking about him in a top ten and a player that uh, a lot of college coaches were looking forward to seeing – uh in this spring and summer and, and hopefully along the way they'll they'll be able to catch him hopefully before the next you know next year and and, and sam you saw him most
2: recently and uh down in waco yeah state tournament uh they won the state championship in taps and he hit threes he had big shots really athletic finisher so kid whose game is just getting better and better over the last year and that's what you like to see as a kid improving uh Number one, moving up to number eight is uh c j Nolan. It walks a hatchie. big, strong, powerful guard, just a playmaker with that strong physical body. I know you saw him quite a bit this year yeah I mean, I think the one
1: word to describe him is a winner i mean you you look at at his physique and you might say, "Well, what is he going to do? what is he going to play? I don't think it matters he, he's a guy that's gonna go win a game from you or Taking a charge, getting a rebound, hitting a a mid range shot. He's just going to go out in the court and make a winning play and compete. And and when you're playing for uh, Coach Greg Gobero Exahachi, those are the qualities that that you automatically have by, by playing for uh, for Coach Gober. And and moving up to number seven, I got to admit this guy has grown on me a lot. And Duncan Powell, he recently uh, reopened his. Uh, His recruiting, he was uh, committed to Arkansas for quite some time. Uh, He's reopened it. Um, I think one of the most confident players in the entire class is Duncan Powell. He wants to beat you, and he wants to be. He wants to prove to you that he's better than you, and he's going to prove that he is a perimeter player. And I think that he's a guy that maybe, maybe I saw him more as an interior four guy. Uh, a power guy, but
2: he is—he's done a great job of developing and and working on his skill. Yeah, six-six. He was the man at Desoto this year, and and I, th- I think you hit on it. His will to win, and you could just tell he hated to lose and hate when his team uh, couldn't couldn't finish it off. So that, that was a competitive kid, which is a huge huge attribute. Um, moving up to number six, you got Wade Taylor at Lancaster. Uh, Six-one guard who can really put the ball in the hole. Something
1: that that we've always said about Lancaster kids—they know how to do two things: play hard, play fast. And with Fern Douglas, if you can't do those two things, and if you can't play defense, you're not going to see the floor too much. Well, Wayne Taylor does all those things, and then he has the softest jump shot around. No matter if he's shooting that ball deep from behind the three-point line or taking it to the hole. And he's also a guy that just seems like he's having fun. I mean, you look at him, he's always got a smile on his face, always out there playing hard and, and compete, competing
2: and, and, and winning a lot of ball games. Moving up to number five, Gerald Colbert at San Antonio Corner Christian, 6'9". He is committed, committed to Louisiana State, one of our few commitments in this junior class long talented kid what do you think of him well I,
1: he's a guy that can go either way he can go inside out obviously more kids like to start playing out on the perimeter but when he sees the need he goes inside he he ducks his shoulders he'll go score above uh the rim soft little touch or uh right there in the paint so he has no problems going inside out and and there's so many people that look at him and see him as the prototype of this guy that can make the next, uh, the jump to that next level after he he's uh, played
2: at uh, LSU. We'll have uh, to see where he goes to high school next year too. That'll be a interesting uh, take on where he goes next year. Yeah, moving up to number four, uh, Damian Collins
1: uh, from Little Atlanta, Texas. Um, that uh, you know he. He's a rim runner, and he has become that player that most big-time programs are looking for, the guy that can run, jump, block shots, and just get things done around the
2: rim. Go out and get it. The ball's thrown up at the rim. He's going to go finish it. 6'8", 6'9", but great leaping ability at that height. So he'll make some impressive finishes, some really impressive block shots, Talking to some high major coaches. He's got lots of high major offers, but talking with them, they think he might be the best pro in this class as his body develops. Really skinny right now, got to add some weight to that lower body. But as his body matures and gets more physical and stronger, maybe the most upside as a pro is what uh, people are talking about him. Next in the class, Manny Obiseki, another one of the commitments. Six four guard at Allen is committed to Texas A and M. What did A and M get there? <laughs> they got themselves a great ball handling athlete.
1: Uh, you know Manny. He's a, he's just six four and he's strong. He can handle the ball and he can. He's one of those guys that where he's just going to shove you out of the way as he gets to the gets to the paint and he can finish inside the paint and he'll put his elbow in the rim. That's how electric he is with the ball in his hands. Maybe needs to improve a little bit on the outside shot, but um, you know his his moving from side to side and 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 being able to get in a stance and defend. He's going to be a great Buzz Williams
2: uh, player, I think overall, and he's also another one that has elite overall talent. I've heard uh, people throw around a little Ru- Russell Westbrook comparison because he's at high high. Scale. Speed, athlete, bouncy, you know, maybe some things in his game he's still got to finalize and tweak. But when you start with that high-level athleticism, he has a head start on a lot of players. One of my favorites is moving up to K.J. Adams at number two, the Austin-Westlake 6'6", do-it-all forward. Kid's got interest from Baylor, Kansas, Um, just an all-around playmaker. You know, those two
1: offers from Kansas and Baylor really puts him in a different category right now. Um, people people might look at the look at that number two ranking ranking and, and kinda of scratch their head and ask why. It's it, well, I mean the kid just goes out and plays. It doesn't matter that he's in Austin. I just think that he's a guy that's going to fight his way and find his way on the court. A four-year player at a program uh it seems that uh you know the colleges want and need those types of players on their team that's going to go along with the system and play hard and be an everyday guy and that's what kj is and i mean he's also a freak athlete he's he is a a guy that can get one or two dribbles to create a little bit of separation but i mean he's got a college-ready body right now and, and and uh you know he's he's been kind of living at that number
2: two spot over the last couple of rankings for us. And I think some people question him because it might not be when well, he's not great at anything or he's not, this is his specialty. He's just a do it all. He'll rebound, take off, lead a break. He'll make a pass. He'll hit a shot. He'll rebound. He'll block a shot. He'll use that athleticism. You talked about to an impact a game in so many different ways that he's not a one trick pony. He's not just this or that. He will help you win in so many ways and that takes us up to number one our guy at the number top at the top spot Harrison Ingram St. Mark 6'7 and he's got a little bit of do it all game to him can play a lot of positions at 6'7 he can really handle the ball and people uh,
1: look at him as a has a really good point guard with the ball in his hands because he can distribute I've, I've sat here and' I've, and I've kind of questioned a little bit of his energy level or what is he gonna really do at the at that next level when he's when he's uh, pressed and and when he has guys his size well I mean I think that's pretty simple after you really dissect him he goes out and he's just gonna he'll go get 20 and 12 20 20 re, um, sorry 20 points. 12 rebounds and add eight or nine assists. There's just not a lot of guys in this list that even come close to that. So Harrison Ingram has been through the last couple of cycles also himself at the number one spot. Is it uh is it likely that somebody jumps him? We don't know at this point, but complete player when you talk about length, again, uh he's got the ability to, to be a very skillful over skillful overall player. He can play the one, play off the ball guard at multiple positions so you're looking at at a guy that is very uh, uh, sought after by the colleges of uh, whether it's uh, Stanford uh, Kansas
2: uh, OU and just continue to go down the list of of the Blue Bloods. One thing you mentioned is sometimes you wonder how hot his motor's running and then you realize how good a game he had and you didn't feel like he maybe was going as hard as you wanted as an evaluator and you're watching him the energy level wasn't as high, and then you realize, wow, he filled up stat sheet. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, as he gets to that next level and he has to put out that higher level energy and he learns to play up to his total ability, uh, there's still a lot of upside there. So bodes well for him staying up uh, in that top uh, section. Well, for Sam Lowe, I'm Bluezertucci, and for more
1: information, visit our websites at greatamericanshootout.com and TexasHoopsRivals.com. Give, a, a, uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Texas Hoops Gasso, also at GassoBDT, and at Texas Hoops TV on Instagram at Texas Hoops Gasso and Texas Hoops TV. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube station of Texas Hoops Television.
0: Thanks for listening to the Great American Shootout podcast. For more Texas high school basketball, visit us at texashoops.rivals.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Texas Hoops Gasso. We'll see you next time.